Hey everybody, welcome into To The Point. Hope you're doing well on this Tuesday. Lot to dive into today. Seamus Fillmore will join me later on in the program. We will get into a number of different things with him, including his interesting Maple Leaf game last night. We're going to tee up the NBA playing games, talk about some of the drama going on there with with different teams, the matchups, the playoff series that we know so far. So me and Seamus will talk about that later on in the program. Been, If you haven't noticed, yesterday if you watched the video, I've been trying out a new look, trying out the whole man bun, if you will, look. Still have the ability to go with the hair down. Still looks good, if you ask me. But, you know, I mean, I do both. Coming on the show, might have one day hair down, one day hair up. Who knows? It's it's a process right now, trying to find something that works. But again, hair's not going anywhere. So that's that's the most important piece of information on on the program. And I had a I didn't know what to do this morning. I had a job interview. So should I have my hair down or have my hair up? And I decided to put it up because I thought that would be more professional. And actually, they said they uh, they 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 had asked me if I had longer hair, and they told me that asked me to 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 pull it down just to see what it, to see what it looked like. So that was a that was a positive thing from the job interview that they they acknowledged. You know, the main they they looked at it, they saw it, they they appreciated it, if you will. So that was a that was a good start. To, to a Tuesday is to have that interaction with some with some people in the in the professional world, if you will, people that are that are looking to hire people like me or probably better people than me. So that's what's that's what's going on right now. Hope everybody is doing well today. Lots that I've into of it, as I said off the top, and I gotta start with. A team that's been so perplexing for me all year. An incredibly frustrating team. And one of the two teams that I thought was the most interesting coming into the NHL season. And that was the Calgary Flames. I thought Florida and I believed that the Calgary Flames were the two most interesting teams in the sport. I really did. Because... I, I looked at them and said they had made the trade, Kachuk, you make the trade for you make the trade for Huberto, so that swap is done. So that's interesting. You have Daryl Sutter of it all, Florida changes their coaches, but I looked at Calgary, I looked at Florida, they are the two most interesting teams in the sport heading into the season. And both seasons have gone very similar. Underperforming. Bad goaltending. Florida's had a superstar in Matthew Kachuk. Who could have seen that coming? He's been great. But then you have the Calgary Flames who have been every anything but consistent. They've been a flat-out disaster, the Calgary Flames. All over the place, underperforming, playing bad hockey. And it came to a screeching halt last night when they lost in the gimmick as I like to call the shootout, to the National Predators. The National Predators who have no business being in a playoff hunt, 
right now. Ryan Johansson's out. Duchesne's out. Yossi's hurt. They traded Matias Ekholm, who's been phenomenal at Edmonton, 16-2-1 since they traded. That's Edmonton's record since he was traded. Since he was traded there. They move out piece after piece, and yet here we are. And the Nashville Predators are going to finish above the Calgary Flames. Nashville has two games remaining. They have 90 points. If Nashville loses this evening, or if if Winnipeg gets a point tonight, they are going to the playoffs. That's all they need. They're playing the Minnesota Wild tonight. They get a point. They are in. But Nashville is still alive. And they're a better team than Calgary. Calgary's officially eliminated, losing in the gimmick to Nashville, an inferior team, just like they lost to Vancouver Saturday night, an inferior team, just like they lost to Chicago all four times this season, an inferior team. It's been a season of disappointment. It's been a season of inconsistent mess, quite frankly. Calgary... If you look at this, and I titled today's podcast by Felicia because I hate this team. I really, I hate it. I hate watching them. I stayed up to watch their game last night. They're not worth anybody's time. They're really not. They do nothing that it would excite you. They're just a frustrating club. They got brand names when you look at Jonathan Huberdeau and you look at you know their players that they have. But let's go through the Calgary Flames this season. Let's go through this team and what they did. Because it's truly staggering what this team has done. Because I saw today that the biggest piece of news was that the Calgary Flames season is over because – Daryl Sutter didn't put Tyler Toffoli in the gimmick. I don't give a shit about that whatsoever. He didn't put him in the gimmick to shoot it. The season's not over because he didn't shoot in the gimmick. The season's over because the best players stunk it up. Because Daryl Sutter didn't coach that well well before last night. It's over because... How about Jonathan Huberdeau? Maybe it's over because he's been flat-out garbage the whole season. 55 points on the season. 55. Is that good or no? It's not. It's, it's, it's trash. 55 points. It's not all about points, but when you're a player like John Huberto, it is. Because that's all he does. He doesn't defend. He doesn't back check. He doesn't do anything that would make you love his his game. 55 points. He had 115 last year for the Florida Panthers. 115 points. 15 more goals. 45 more assists. And for all the losers that track plus minus, he was uh, he had he was on the ice for thirty four more goals. Wow. 
That staggering stuff. You have that big of a dip? Believe me, I hate the cold. I still do this show well every day. The weather's been shit for six months. I've been unhappy for a long time. Guess what? I still get up. I still got to go to work. I still got to do this. He's been trash. Trash. It's not just him. Let's go through this. Jacob Markstrom. How about this? This season. 292 goals against 892 save percentage. Woof. Ugh. That's is that good or not really? 266 last season. 266. A little bit better. Quite a bit better, actually. It's just Nazem Kadri was one of the best players in the NHL last, you know, in the critical moments last year. He had an elite, elite season. And expecting him to do it all again, I agree. It's all, you, don't, you can't expect it. You can't. But what you can at least expect is competency. Last season in Colorado, he had 87 points, and he was a plus 13. This season, he's got 55, the same as Huberto, go figure, and he's a minus 20. He is taking, this, here's another glaring number for me for Nazem Kadri. He's taken 56 penalty, his 56 penalty minutes, he had 71 last year. And that might sound like an, an uptake, that might sound like a better result, it isn't for a guy like Nazem Kadri. He should have 70, 80 penalty minutes every year. That means he's being productive, that means he's pissing people off while taking penalties at the same time. He needs to be doing that. That's an integral part of his game that is just not there. He's getting benched by Daryl Sutter nightly. He averaged 19 minutes and 14 seconds last year, 17-13. Two minutes shaved off this season for Nazem Kadri in, Colorado, in Calgary. Tyler Toffoli was their best player. Mackenzie Wieger, Jonathan Huberto, Nazem Kadri, Rasmus Anderson. All their most important players didn't they just spit the bit? And it can be well. What if Daryl Sutter did this? What if we had this line combination? What if it, it well, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk? Okay, that's not how this works. It's not one night. It's not oh well, this didn't happen in the gimmick, and we didn't do this, and this blah blah blah. It's a totality of events. It's a whole season of playing uninspired, shitty hockey. Period. That's what this Calgary Flames team majored in, is playing a game that nobody wants to watch, nobody wants to play in, and ultimately cost them their season. They were spent from the beginning. It was a chore to watch this team play. No fun. None. They were boring. They were unprepared. Every kind of bad adjective that you could insert here Put it in there. That's why they missed. Because teams like Seattle 
while they didn't play great defensively at times, sure. Do they have a more talented roster than the Calgary Flames? No. But Martin Jones, for about a four-month stretch, was a better goaltender than Jacob Markstrom was all fucking year. Martin Jones, who's a journeyman, bounced around, been in Philly, been in Montreal, been everywhere. He was good in Seattle. Markstrom had about a three-good game stretch. Other than that, see you later. Huberto didn't have a good five-game stretch all season long, and that's not hyperbolic. That's just the truth. You can coast. You can hang out on the outside. You can throw pucks in the middle of the ice, pretend like you care defensively, give a half-ass effort if you win. If you win like he did in Florida, win a president's trophy, get nom- should have been nominated for a heart trophy, Love all of it. But when you don't win, when you're not even close to winning, that's when it gets a little stale. That's when people say, is this guy really that good? And it didn't fit in Florida. But he's played with worse players in his early days in Florida and been productive than he did this year. So what is it? To me, he's never going to be a player that wins. He'll never be on a Stanley Cup winning team because you need to give, you need to care a little bit. You need to put in an effort defensively. You need to buy into a system that just isn't run and gun. Gav the puck on the wing. I have my two flanks. I'm gonna, I can try any pass, and my effort defensively is, uh, let me change. That can only work for so long. That can only be so effective. Florida got by Washington in the first round last year, playing that way. They run into Tampa, who's fundamentally sound, knows their systems, has a better goalie, and just an overall better team. You get fucking mollywopped. They get swept. President's Trophy team swept not even close. Second round series. See you later. That's what happened. So... You look at a player, he's played in that system his whole career, his farthest he's got is the second round. Well, is he just not a winner? Is he just a guy that gets a lot of points, and then once you get to a certain point, it's done? The Florida Panthers may not win the Stanley Cup this year. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. But they are in a better situation moving forward than the Calgary Flames because I will take Matthew Kachuk over Huberto and the Uyghur combination all day, every day. Because I know Matthew Kachuk will give an effort defensively. I know he will produce. He brings more to the table than Jonathan Huberto. I said that when the trade was made, and I was told everybody in my life, oh, that's stupid. You're wrong. It's crazy. What are you talking about? And again, I'm right because I know this. Because he's a better player. The power forward's dead. No, it's not. The teams that have the power forwards, any other team would kill to have them. That's why Florida said, you know what? We'll trade our first-round pick. Well, yeah, we traded. We shouldn't have traded for Sherratt. Our last season went horribly fucking wrong. But we're going to fire the coach, Paul Maurice, take a big swing. Eh. But we want Matthew Kachuk for eight years because he's younger, he's better, and we've had John and Huberto, and guess what? That's gotten us nowhere. 
That's gotten us nowhere close to winning. So why not try this other route? Why not try something different? Why not do something like get Jonathan Huberto? Sorry, like get Matthew Kachuk. Buy Uyghur. Buy Huberto. Uyghur was horrible in the playoffs last year too. If you watched. Became worse and worse as the series went along. And Zito, the GM in Florida, he's a different cat. He takes swings. It looks horrible. Now they're kind of back on the rails. They play an interesting game last night. Do they make the playoffs? Wait and see. They win their last game. They do. But to me, you might look at it and say, Huberto will have more points next year than Kachuk. I don't know. Maybe he will. But Florida is in a better situation because I like the player that they have more. And yes, Matthew Kachuk's my favorite player in the league. My favorite player to watch. But Florida's not, I don't have a favorite team. I just look at this based off the player. And based off the way you're trying to build a team fundamentally. Calgary had Daryl Sutter. And you say, you know what, let's go get Jonathan Huberto. A man who's never had any kind of discipline at the head coaching position. He's had free will to do whatever he wants. It either you either change or you don't. I'll, I'll give you an example. The Washington Capitals had gone through many head coaches. They had Adam Oates for a while. They had Brucey Boudreau, a great coach. A number of others with the grade eight. And they got to second rounds. They would get deep-ish in the playoffs, but they never won. So they go hire Barry Trotz, who's as, you know, documented, is as thorough as they come. And you think, well, Alex Ovechkin's going to hate Barry Trotz. It could have went that way. And Ovi's never going to be Charlie Hustle defensively. He's never going to be the guy that you know, cheats to, to not have offense. But his game changed. If you follow the game of hockey and you watch Alex Ovechkin from where he is now to where he was in 2010, 2011, he's a different player. He cares more. In that playoff, it wasn't just, let me take my clapper on the half wall and see what happens. He did more to impact the game. He came back defensively. He got in the right positions. He didn't shoot the puck trying to miss the net, go all the way down the ice two-on-one. These type of things, just little things can help you. And Barry Trotz and Alex Ovechkin in that fundamental hockey, it led to a championship. But for that to work, you need everyone to buy in. You need everybody to accept it. The Colorado Avalanche last season, they, they won, yes, because they were the best team. And sometimes that coincides. But what they also did better than pretty much any other team was they, everybody, everybody fundamentally knew our goaltending is inferior to the opposition in 80% of our series. Who are we playing in the Stanley Cup final? Let's look across the ice. Tampa. We're playing Vasilevsky. Sorry, Darcy Kemper, you're not better than him. So we need to block more shots. We need to be in the lanes. We need to know where our defensive responsibility is. Control it. Be aware of that. 
they went in a series, whether they're playing Jay Gottinger, whether they're playing, trying to recall, they, they played the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, you might have better goaltending than Edmonton. But we don't want to play run and gun. Because guess what? They got McDavid and they got Dreisaitl over there. They will torch us, even though we're the better team. So we got we to gotta play our game, slow it down, muck it up, be adaptable. Players that are so one-sided, that are so linear, that it's tough to win. Because you can only win the one way. Allen Iverson never won. Why? Because he only played one way, and he was only willing to play the one way. The Golden State Warriors started off as a high-flying three-point shooting team that had no team defense and did not care about it. They changed. Klay Thompson morphed into an all-NBA defender. They added Draymond Green, who's going to go down as a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry, not a great defender, but started to pick up steel, started to play better. They morphed their team. The Steve Kerr, Mark Jackson pivoted head coach. Changes were made and success followed. I don't see that happening with Huberto because he's not he's not willing to take a hard check. He's not willing to care defensively. He just plays the one way and hope that it's going to win. It's not going to. It's not going to because it's never worked. It's never. Sidney Crosby plays 200 feet. Nathan McKinnon plays 200 feet. Connor McDavid, they play, and Drysdale, they play more defensively in the postseason. They just do. And they're on a really good team right now. Edmonton Oilers are a freight train. So, Huberto will go down as a great player. He'll have his jersey retired in Florida. He'll be looked at. But if he keeps playing... The same style. His teams play the same way. There's no change. And he might have a head coach. Well, he just had one. Where Daryl Sutter is trying to do things that I think a Barry Trotz-like coach would want, and he didn't do it when Willie. Because the Calgary Flames, I believe, are going to fire Daryl Sutter and Brad Tree leaving. Doesn't have any years left on his contract. So he will be... They will mutually part ways, which means, see you later, bye Felicia, you're fired. So the Calgary Flames are going to come in with a new GM and a new head coach next season. That's just my prediction. I think it's an easy prediction to make. They just had a head coach that was detail-oriented, that was a hard ass, that is, you know, Daryl Sutter to a T. What does that mean? Their next coach is going to be Mr. Laidback. Mr. Easy, Mr. Sheldon Keefe, if you will, in the Toronto Maple Leafs after having Mike Babcock. It won't be another authoritarian. It won't be another guy that wants to do this. It'll be an easygoing guy. What if the Calgary Flames hired Andrew Brunette? Assistant coach right now in the New Jersey Devils. I don't think New Jersey would want to lose him. What if they hired him? He was a head coach in Florida. People might say he got a wrong deal, be a good coach. Huberto loved him. You got to keep Huberto, keep him happy. Wouldn't shock me if they did that. There's other coaches. Maybe they hired a college coach. Easy going, college coach. Not, you know, it's more of a laid back mentality. It will not be a hard ass. It will not be a Daryl Sutter. Won't be a Barry Trotz. Won't be a Mike Keenan type. Because it didn't work. 
And in this player empowerment era, and you have Jonathan Huber locked up long-term, so you can't get rid of him, the option is, okay, let's, let's change the coach. Let's change our culture. Let's change the way we do things. I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's the right way to go about it. Daryl Sutter might, might not be the right coach with this team. That's fine. They might be tired of him. He's not for everybody. I get it. But just dictating to players, wrong too. Because players don't often know what's best for them. Players don't often know who makes the best coach, who makes the next generation of great players. Look at Michael Jordan. Not real good at it. He's an owner. But I expect full sale changes in Calgary. But the changes that are at the core, the most important, likely won't be made. Subaru isn't going anywhere. Kadri isn't going anywhere. Markstrom isn't going anywhere. Chris Tanev likely isn't going anywhere unless he goes to retirement. Rasmus Anderson. Tyler Toffoli, is he going anywhere? Probably not. He's their best damn player. So if none of that is changing, the only way this gets better is if the players do it themselves. And the key thing to remember through all this is Calgary might improve. You get a new coach, get that new coach bump, you have some success. But it's on the players and how they play night in, night out. Not just through points, that will dictate how successful you're going to be. Because any player can get a whole lot of points. Look at Eric Carlson. Got 100 points, defenseman. It's great. Great player. Don't get me wrong. But he, Eric Carlson, is another John and Huberto. He's had one outlier season where he had a lot of success in the postseason. Other than that, he's, he's not a winner. He doesn't win anything. He's not. He's not, he's a he's a stat padding defenseman that has a whole lot of accolades individually. But when you want a team success, I wouldn't pick Eric Carlson if I if I had so many picks, he'd be way down because he's never going to win anything. Because the way he decides to play the game, it's not a, it's not sustainable. He leaves his fucking defense partner out to dry, and before you know it, you will be burned. Could traded to San Jose midseason. They could he couldn't get chemistry with Brent Burns. They couldn't win anything. They were out early. He had an outlier season in Ottawa where they were surprised they had a deep run. But Eric Carlson is a lot like John and Huberto, where they can stat pad, they can get all it looks fancy. You can it's like putting lipstick on a pig. It's not it's not pretty, it's not good. It's like a relationship where you're cheating on your significant other every other day. You, you, you pretend like it's great, but know in the back of your mind, I don't want to be with you. I'm sleeping with Diane. So oftentimes it's not, okay, can we get this player? Can we put him with this? 
to me, fundamentally in sports, it's a player adapting. It's a player changing to a winning environment. Because you can get a whole bunch of guys that play the right way. But if you're if the best but one of the best players doesn't, I think it's still really tough to win. Just think Malkin, Crosby, even Latang on those teams is better than an Eric Carlson when it comes to winning, making the right decision, having that type of mentality. I think it's, he's better when it comes to that. Barkoff's great defensive player. Really, really important. But John and Huberto wouldn't play that way. So he's a loser in Florida. He's a loser in Calgary. I don't care who the next head coach is. If you are unwilling to change the way that you play and play the winning style, you'll always lose. Allen Iverson never won. Michael Jordan won when he decided to change and say, I got to stop being a selfish prick and be a prick, but just play more like a team player. Let's bring in a guy who's the ultimate team player, cares more about others than he does himself. And that's why he's just he's just a winner in my book and everybody's book. It's it's the great Seamus Fillmore. Seamus, almost, uh, almost your birthday. How's How's morale? Morale's good. Yes. Yeah. No, things are well. Beautiful day. Looks like a beautiful day there behind you. You got a nice little background going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always gets the mood going. I have one question before we start. Uh, it's yes. a serious one. Are you, are you pop the collar right now? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that, is that, uh, is that the look or is that the new, am I, am I missing something moving into 2023 uh, spring season? No, I, it was just, I think it just happened uh, organically. Okay. I didn't okay. mean to. Um, the first honestly, thing I thought, saw when I popped on, I had to ask. Yeah, I, no, I honestly, I, I was tweaking. I was working on some hairstyles earlier. I had my hair up earlier, so I was kind of okay. playing with that, and I might have been fidgeting a little bit. Yeah. So it might have just happened through that, but uh, it's something I look into. Okay, good to good to know. I like that. I like that. I'm sure Jonathan Huberto probably rocked that style quite a bit in his heyday in Florida. You know, Lamborghini, uh, mm. uh, uh, windows down, through, cruising through Florida. Now it's you know hoodie, jacket, yeah. truck, driving through Calgary. So yeah, all all good. All, all's good in his life, besides not being a good hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Calgary is finally done. Mm. I've been wanting this for a while because I hate watching them. <laughs> Your Nashville Predators put them out of their misery last yeah. night. I I think Coach GM are gone before next season. Where do you think this goes from here in Calgary? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a tough look when – I mean, you sign this supposed to be superstar type player to a multi-year contract. He hardly gets to. I, I mean, did he have 55 points this year? I couldn't even. Like, he has right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he has 55 points. You know, he's supposed to be this star player. You're coming off a, um, a really, really, really impressive season. Um, and you do lose in the second round, but it didn't feel like, you know, it, it didn't feel like that they were that far off from being a contending team. And now you're, you know, missing the playoffs. Goalie's looking bad. You're still on contract for a number of years. Um, you just signed Mackenzie Wiegner too, so he's he's on the books for a little while. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think coach has got to be gone. I don't know what Daryl's got left on his contract as a, as as the head coach there, but 
I think you need new blood in there for sure. Cause I, I think his message has gone a little stale. Yeah. And the, the fact that Kadri and Huberto both have the same amount of points is funny to me. They both have 55, which is Huberto had 115 last season. So quite a precipitous drop for him. Yeah. What's the biggest problem with this team for you and what you've watched this year? Oh, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a, there's a number of glaring issues, I would say. But if we're talking about uno or numero for things that need to be fixed, God, I, I, I would almost say, yeah, I would just say the lack, the overall, just the lack of scoring slash lack of uh co collision between the best players because honestly that's to me that's what it was like last mm -hmm. year they were so great because that top line could play together they knew where each other were they knew each other's styles i feel like there's you know you have a whole spring train or a whole training to to go into this but you still don't get enough time with each other to understand and all season long it just doesn't feel like anyone really got the gist of how to play with huberto slash cadre at times and ultimately that's kind of what what ruined it i mean the guys who've been there the longest, Backlin, Mangiapani, Dubay, like those guys all seem to play okay, but that's because they normally know how to play either under uh, either under Daryl or just with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it never worked. It, from jump, it never – like I, I, Huberto did, never had a good five-game stretch never. all year. Like no, never. He never, never found it. Markstrom, same thing. Like he was never consistent – yeah. All year long, no clutch gene either. I mean, that's no. you know, look how many times they're the worst team, and when it comes to extra minutes or you know mm -hmm. extra ice time, so uh, that's got to play a factor in it too. Because I mean, you take, I mean, I, I have it up in front of me. So they lost seventeen o overtime losses this season, obviously the most out of any team. Yeah, and so, I mean, you ex add those seventeen points onto your record, you're Very in a great spot. Yeah, even yeah, half of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, half of those you're in the first wild card spot and you're ahead of Seattle. So yeah, it's it's a it's a fine line for sure. Winnipeg can clinch tonight if they get a win against the Minnesota Wild. No easy feat. Both teams are coming off a back to back. You're a Nashville Predators hanging on by a thread. They need to win out and Winnipeg to lose out to yeah. to make it. But do you do you think Winnipeg? They I've, I think they played well the last two games. I watched them play your Preds Saturday night. I, I didn't watch anything of San Jose last night because no thanks. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I just you know I, I had other things, but they didn't catch any of that game. But I, they look good Saturday. Mm -hmm. Would you rather? Would you want to play Winnipeg or Seattle in the first round if you had a choice? I think I just want to play Seattle. I think when it comes to the clutch gene, the goaltending, I think mm -hmm. you're definitely winning that battle with Winnipeg um, and the experience too. It's not that I don't think all those guys combined have a, have a ton of experience, but they just don't have any of that going into the playoffs. I think they were a good regular season team. We saw how they played in the first half of the season, which was great. And then that withered away kind of uh, as the season went along, you saw the teams like Edmonton, LA and Vegas all kind of triumph over them. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I'd rather much rather play Seattle and there's no disrespect to them too. I think that they can give any team trouble, 
with how greasy they play. They've got guys like Tanev, keeper in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, Talvin, he's, he's been great since he's got there as well. Um, so issues could come up later if you didn't have the depth for it. But, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and I heard you podcast on Thursday with Winnipeg kind of ripping them apart about the lack of effort against the Calgary game and, you know, mm-hmm. not really wanting it. Dubois got his train ticket to Montreal already. Shifley playing like he's won three cups and two heart trophies in the bag. Yeah, so I, I just I just feel like Winnipeg's got to figure some things out, but obviously they've got the better team overall. Yeah, and, you know, Seattle, they're weird because they've won six straight now, and they're, but they're playing a lot of bad teams. And mm-hmm. Jared, Jared McCann has got 40 quiet 40 goals on the great season. Yeah, yeah great, great season for him. Vegas, Vegas, Winnipeg, could you smell upset in that series? Say Vegas wins the Pacific, they're going to be – It'll be Vegas or Edmonton get the first seed in the in the West. Do you think Winnipeg could win that series? Yeah, yeah, I could see Winnipeg winning that series, mm. especially where goaltending's at. I mean, uh, you know, is is Logan Brassois. Thompson gonna be back? Is yeah, Brassois, <laughs> Brassois, is he Did he play in Winnipeg? Maybe yeah, I'm, he did. I might be thinking. Yeah, he's, he's oh, he's a backup, somebody else. Backup for, for, no, he's a backup for like three years there. Yeah. Okay, so he gets against and goes against his old team. Maybe he just turns yeah. into, you know, Marty Broder from you know two thousand and just dominates. Who knows? But right. um, no, I, I like Winnipeg's chances. Just where, you know, if Morrissey's on his game, obviously their power play's got to get figured it out. But you know, I I, I I I see I can still see good things, and I I have a lot of hope in this team if they can get it together and get that top two pairs together. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. They have the grit. They have the size. You know, I think Dubois, like you say, takes a lot of stupid penalties, but that doesn't mean he's not passionate. You think he's a guy who plays with that sandpaper. That's why Tortorello loved him and hated him probably at the same time. But, <laughs> you know, he's he, he is that type of player. And, you know, he's had success with the past. The core unit was Shifley, Wheeler, and Morrissey. They, you know, Dave and Hellbuck, mm-hmm. they have had success in the past in the playoffs. So, who knows? I could sniff a little LA Kings 20, 20, uh, 2012. Right. Yeah. No, me too. If they put it all together, they can be they can be a really, really dangerous team. Carlson got to 100 points last night. Yeah. Which is impressive. No doubt about it. But, because there's always a but. Yeah, I saw that coming. Uh, Friday, I'm doing my NHL awards. I'm doing okay. the show. I'm going to pick the awards. Three nominees for each. It's tough. I'm still going through it. But he's the only defenseman ever to get 100 points and his team not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And not even come. They've been out of the playoffs since game one. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> right. they're, they're that bad. I, I have a hard time. It's a hard year for the Norris Trophy because I don't think there's mm-hmm. an obvious answer to, to who the winner should be. Yeah. I assume you're going to tell me to pick Carlson but where do you kind of stand on this yeah no no I'm, I'm not I you know I think he'll get the nod but he's not he wouldn't be anywhere near mine for the reason like you said I mean they they didn't even sniff if they were two points away from a playoff spot and right. you know he he was playing better at his own end not not great by any mean but just a little bit better mm-hmm. I, I'd say it's in the bag for him but where they're so far down I mean they're sniffing Bedard left right and center 
and he's just a he's a problem child when it comes to being playing defensive to play. Yeah, there's there's just no way I could just easily hand it over. I do agree with you though. I think it's a tough year for people to pick because I feel like people will obviously lean that way, but other people will say, "Well, but you know, you know, Morrissey's had a great season. Mm-hmm. They're in the playoffs. They've you know he's been he's been great." You know, I could see people people saying Adam Fox is, you know, he's had another great year. You know, uh, New York's a better team than both of those teams, and he's been on big display of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it goes all the place. But fi- my final pick and, you know, a guy I, I, I could easily see winning it because his team barely missed, but he had a tremendous season. I think he plays a lot of t- hard as uh, Rasmus Dahlin. He had a hell of a game on Saturday. I was watching uh, yeah. the game in Carolina. My God. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I mean that's the thing. Like, I could see him. I could see him being uh, giving him a nod. I mm-hmm. could see people giving it to Carlson. I could see people giving it to Morrissey, and then Fox is right in the mix. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's a crazy year because I don't think that you you know if you're betting, I don't think you would have any for sure certainty on who's getting it. Right. Right. Do you think Dougie Hamilton has a chance? I think Dougie has a chance. Like I said, he's a little bit like the Carlson. He's not a fantastic defensive player, but he mm-hmm. obviously does great things. Uh, he must have 20 goals, which is, I think, yeah. always impressive. You know, the year that Morgan Riley got his nod, I think he also kind of the same, 20 goals, 50 assists. I could see him just easily being getting a, a nod in there as well. I, I think a lot of New Jersey fans are really happy with that contract and the way that's turned out. You know, he he doesn't look like he's slowing down by any means. He looks like he can be a number one guy. Um, so, he, yeah, he's he's just as easily could be in there. Darlene, Dougie, EK, you know, all those guys. Do, I, question for you, does, you know, uh, all that cash, $11.5 million a year, does the 100-point season make that worth it? Or, you know, no, not at all? No. I just where no one's ever had a hundred like I mean yeah I know but how many people in San Jose care you know care that he has makes eleven point five million or that he has a hundred points hundred points dude I can see a lot of Sharks fans being like oh we we got EK you know we we got here's how here's how it's worth it Shay he has a hundred points and they trade him for a whole lot. That's that could be it. That could be it. Chef that would be how it's worth it to me. That would be yeah. the, you know that that would make it get him off the books because I don't trust next year he'll get seventy points. Yeah, no, I, I also agree. I think it's one of those things where he he eats it up this year and then he's back mm. to kind of the the normal standard that that we've we've come to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it's a tough tough season for the Norris. You mentioned Buffalo. They're likely not going to make it because they got another three games in the next four nights, but they've been fun all year long. Mm-hmm. And they won 40 games this season for the first time in a very long time. Owen Power is a flat-out stud. I love him like a son. You mentioned Darlene. Cousins got 30 goals this season. Tage Thompson's a flat-out superstar now. Devin Levi's looked really good since coming in from college. That remains to be seen, but he looks solid. I like their club, mm-hmm. and they're not going to make it. And I'd say because I'd much rather see them play in the playoffs than Pittsburgh, personally, just for fun. Right. But I, I like I like their future, and I certainly like it more than say the Islanders moving forward and or Pittsburgh moving into to next year and beyond. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, all these teams are aging out and they they're just kind of hitting their stride, right? It's one mm-hmm. thing if they were Ottawa and they were if they were kind of running in place for a couple of years, but they have yeah. made drastic improvements this year. Their young guys have looked developed, like you said, Cousins. I mean, he's a flat out stud. I think when you talk about two way players, I think he, I think in a few years he could be nominated for the Selkie. I don't know if he'd ever win it, but he could be that guy, right? Um, just because the way he plays. But yeah, no doubt they got the superstar player. They have the number one center. You know, they have a Norris type defenseman that, and knock on wood, hopefully they have their steady goaltender behind. Like you said, he looks pretty good so far. What do you think of the, the Star Wars reference for him and his dad? They kind of have that connection. He, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does the prayer in front of the net. The ice guys are going around him trying to clean around, but you know, he's in the zone. I, I kind of like that as a Star Wars fan. I think that's pretty interesting. And goalies are known for being weird guys, but you know, obviously everyone has their ticks and what makes them go, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, like you said, I've playing hockey. Every goalie I've been around is weird. They're just they're different animals. They they're like starting pitchers. You can't talk to them, and you just want to kind of let them be. But I, I like that. I you know I watched a bit of that game last night. Turned it off when it got to a certain point of the game. You can guess what that might be. But it, I saw in the highlights that he did like a big celly after they won. And I thought, that, I'm like, good for him. You know, it's they got nothing to lose right now. They're playing hard. They beat the Rangers in MSG last night in, in a big game. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like them, certainly. And they got the Devils tonight to try to keep their season alive. Florida got a point against your Leafs last night. If they got two points, they would have won. But you must – Feel you must be feeling good with Ilya Samsonov looking as dialed in as any goalie in the NHL heading into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, say, and no direct, and you know, and with no sarcasm, he has single handedly won them that game last night, I believe. Yeah. I mean, they were heavily outplayed. The team in front of him just didn't look like they give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, he made, he made a, a, a very, very nice play in overtime. I think it was on the game, maybe on the game winning goal where he basically made a toe save off of, I want to say, Kachuk. yeah, Kachuk. And then they went down and Tavares was able to pop it in, but it was like that all game. I mean, I, I only watched maybe a full period just here and there. Cause I had other things going on that I wanted to watch some other games as well, but yeah, and you know they brought up Matthew Nyes, which I think was great. They won't—he's not a playoff player, but I think you could send him to the Marlies for a little bit. I, I couldn't even tell you if the Marlies were going into the HL playoffs, but yeah, they're one of the better teams. They are. Yeah, yep. there you go. So they can add that guy. Maybe they win another Calder Cup. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I mean some good things, and like you said, Samsonov—he's—he's he's dialed in. I have a. I, I have maybe a, an opposite opinion than most people about the Leafs and Tampa series, but we'll get to that when it we'll get to that road when it crosses. So you're still low confidence. I don't want to. I don't want to disclose anything too too crazy yet. I think we'll have a podcast about the playoffs, week. and yeah, yeah, we'll have a little uh, talk next week. I mean, it, uh, timing wise, works out pretty perfectly with the playoffs starting April seventeenth. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, we'll see when we get there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I, th- I think people will be shocked to see what I have uh, have to say. Okay. What did you make of Nyes that you watched? Phenom- well, watched okay. He made a really, really, really bad play at his own ends. I don't know if you saw that where he basically backpassed it and Duclair almost went in and scored. And 
he got yeah. bailed out by his goalie, one of Samson Huff's many bailouts of that night. But um, yeah, no, good, good, not a bad skater. You know, I, I thought he'd be more physical, uh, mm-hmm. but he played okay on that line. I think, you know, if anyone had any expectations that he was going to come in and dominate, I think that was stupid. You know, he's a young player. Mm-hmm. He's playing a different game. I'm, I don't care what anyone says. The college game is different than the NHL style. It's faster. It's heavier. And uh, I thought he held his own, but it, obviously he wasn't perfect and, you know, kind of showed. But did I see potential for him to be an everyday NHL? Yeah, I saw some things that made me, you know, smile. Right. Who, who, which Leaf player and their play worries you the most? I'm watching Nylander last night. And I don't love it. I do not love it. He's a little it. checked out lately. He, he, I feel like for a lot of times he was just a, a step behind. You know, he's <laughs> a step behind from catching that pass, from getting into the zone. He's not protecting the puck. He's not back checking, which I mean, he's never. Never been elite at that. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. There there seems to be something wrong with him. I don't understand what this. You know, he doesn't even seem happy at times. You know, I've I've seen highlights before where he's he pops in a goal. I think Saturday he popped in a goal. It's like, meh, okay, right, whatever. Yeah, I I just don't understand it. If it's you know if it's the fact that this time of the year is coming along and you know I don't care what anyone says that the the regular season mean absolutely fucking dick. For the Leafs, they have <laughs> they have one goal and they only have one opportunity to make things right for their fan base, and that's coming up in you know the better part of a month. Vasilevsky starting against your Leafs, I'm surprised. I thought they'd start you know Ken Campbell, who works at the local uh, <laughs> public. Right, right. Play Brian Elliott. He's, he's yeah. about the equivalent of uh, any, anyone around here. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's. But uh, I don't. I don't know. What, what's what would your explanation be? Your John Cooper? Maybe he wants to play. Is if he he, could, to, he, he didn't play Saturday, so it it would be a bit of a. You know, he'll probably play tonight, not play Thursday. That's my guess. But right, you know, who knows? Because Tampa hasn't looked elite, and and by any means, they're getting blown out by Ottawa. They're having a tough little end of the season, but. You know, is that maybe why? Maybe he's trying to get his reps in before he has yeah, to take on Yeah, he might just want to get a win, you know, just to get that confidence going a little bit. Yeah, and then, there. I mean, I get a message today. Oh, there's some panic going on with the Leafs and their goal. T- I'm like, I could give two shits about the Leafs and their goaltending and what's going on right now. Like, it's not that these games are pointless, and I, I think they are, and I think tonight's a great little, you know, maybe t- taste test to what we're going to see in a, in, a, in a week's time. But yeah. I, I I don't really care because it doesn't mean much. It's like well, let's get to game one and we'll see what happens. The Boston Bruins get to sixty three wins, best regular season team ever. Yep. For them to be the greatest team ever, do they have to win the cup? I think so. Yep. Yep. And if they do, then I don't know. I, I'll I'll shake some people's hands and maybe. Right, you know, say some things on this podcast, some nice things on this podcast about the Boston Bruins, but I, I don't know. To me, it doesn't like the, it's a great regular season. It'll go down in the history books. I watched some of the, I watched the end of the game just so I could see them celebrate because I thought, you know, this is special. This is a special moment. You earn this. This mm-hmm. is the, the greatest regular season. It, it kind of felt like when 
Golden State, you know, kind of got their their record. You know, it, right. it meant a lot. It's a it's a hell of a season. You got to tip your hat to how consistent and how you know there's some luck played in there for sure. But you know, it's a grind, and there's close games, and they there's a lot of comeback games, and they won all of them. So, um, you know, it, it's truly, truly, truly special. But in order to wear that crown and maybe forever as the best team to ever live and the best team ever assembled. I do really think you have to at least get to the Stanley Cup Finals, and I have to more or less have to get it all get over the hump. And that when you even get there, what about you? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I I think you can look at individual like Jim Montgomery will likely win Coach of the Year, and you have a few other things yeah. that will document how good it was. But I agree. I will say one of the best contract years ever for David Pasternak. I mean, the, what a, I mean yes. he's already a great player. As you know, I was, I was a fan before, before the great season, but he, I mean, it's, it's sad for him because he has 60 goals. He's not even going to win the rocket. Cause yeah. the freaking CM 97. Yeah. It's old, old CM. God, hate that guy. Yeah. He, he, he'd win the rocket. Uh, McKinnon would win the heart. Yeah. Um, there might be someone win the Ted Lindsay. I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's strange how many, how much hardware he, you could say steals from guys. Obviously he's earned, he earns everything because of how hard he works, but yeah. 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 It's, it, it is insane. I mean, and, and he's likely to finish second, I'm guessing. Kachuk. Yeah. You're talking about I the mean, rocket or the heart. Uh, I, I meant, I meant, well, I, actually, I was talking about the rocket, but that's a, that's a whole other discussion talking about how we feel about the heart. Yeah. The rocket, he'll finish second because I think Rantanen is third. Rantanen's got like oh, 54 now. Another one of my oh, guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a, he had a hat trick point. Sunday night quietly against the ducks. So I think <laughs> good team. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Real good club. They, uh, he's got, so he had 64, 90 um, for 97 Pasternak has 60 then you have Rantanen with 54 so oh. he'll finish second for sure but yeah that's tough 60 goals in your second your second in the league that's that's rare to think about the last time there was two I, I can't even remember the last time there was two 60 goal scorers in the league you know what I mean like we're talking 90s probably right 90s it would be the 90s yeah probably, the 90s. I think it might have been Lemieux and Yager might have had 60 in the same year for those great Penguins teams. I think that might have been the last time. <laughs> they were playing They were playing pond hockey and everyone else was just trying to survive. Yeah, chestnut checkers there for, for sure. Edmonton, Colorado tonight. Any juice in that game? I know I'm tired of the regular season too, but that's a game that I actually plan on watch some, something of it. Yeah, I think so just because, I mean – I, I don't know how I feel about Colorado. We'll probably get into that conversation maybe more next week, but mm-hmm. they're, they, it would not shock me one bit to see them back in the conference final. Uh, I would, I will say that they got to, they have to survive, but you know, if they, if they get the right goaltending, they need some help from the back end. You said it last week, bone Byram needs to be, he needs to take that. He needs to take that level that he's been playing at even higher, but God, you got a guy like McKinnon on your team and Ranton, and I won't take anything away from him. You got a you got a real chance to get back to a conference final, and uh, this is kind of like the, the with the Leafs and the Lightning. It's a little showcase of what we probably could see in the in the playoffs at some point. Yeah, because 
Since the Oilers got Matthias Ekholm, they are sixteen two and one. Yeah, good trade. Not bad. How do you think? How do you, how do you think Tyson Berry feels? He's he's just like oh. <laughs> oh, he's on Broadway. You know, he's doing. <laughs> he's he's he's, uh, he's still he's, he's still, wearing an A. Did you see that? I did see that? Yeah, yeah I, that was that was something else. Yeah, poor yeah. Johansson breaks his leg and he gets stripped of it. Trying you to get hurt, pussy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, talk, I, about, I, talk about not worth the money. Ryan Johansson <laughs> in Nashville. Yeah, Spe- good contracts. Speaking of overpaid, let's go to the NBA. Oh. Let's go to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And this debacle, they play this evening in Los Angeles against the Lakers, but they'll be without Nas Reed, my guy. They'll be without... Jaden McDaniels, who punched the wall out of frustration, breaking up not a fifth, but a second foul. (laughs) (laughs) And Rudy Gobert, who is not flying to Los Angeles because he punched a teammate. And Kyle Anderson, one game suspension. Just take that wherever you want to start, Shay. What I just went through to kind of wherever you want to go with that conversation, just, just go. I think they got some really good therapists going on in Minnesota. <laughs> Their team therapist must be getting paid a lot of good cash. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Gobert just because he's the bigger name. And then I, maybe I'll just touch on the other guys too and, you know, jump in where you want. Yeah. I feel like it's been, I feel like it's been a combination this year of Gobert's, the trade and the contract are getting to him. Right. Because he, he's realized he's overpaid, which is not his fault. They paid him because they paid him. But the fact that they gave up so much in that trade and they've gotten so little from the player is it's astounding. It's astounding. Like the, you could look back at that. And I look, I often look back, not obviously to see what Minnesota got. Cause I, I know exactly what they got to see what they gave away. Like yeah. how many picks, how many quality players. And that Kessler kid from Utah looks like a real stud. Like they, a- you could, you could have said that, Kessler and Gobert was a bad trade. Just straight I think up. it is straight. I think it is Shay, straight up. Even and if they made the same amount of money, I take Kessler. It, he just looks promising. He looks like a really, really quality player. I didn't know he was in college. I didn't never heard anything about him. But now, all, all of a sudden, he's popped off this season. He's put decent defensively. Yeah, it, it, and it's 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 just mind boggling to think that they gave up. And like I said, I think Gobert. I think his teammates are frustrated with his you know, lack of effort at times. I think that Gobert is frustrated with the team because he was on a, a playoff team, I think, year in, year out, every time he was with Utah. Yep. yep. And now he's struggling with the same Minnesota team that's been struggling to get the playoffs for years and years. And, you know, there's health issues too. I'm not going to totally debong the team. I think that if they were healthy, uh, their quality players were healthy 82 games this year, I think we're looking at a much different team but yeah it, it's strange and I, I don't know what for, uh, I mean I get it like you're trying to punish you're trying to punish the guy you're trying to set a president for you know we're not just gonna have loose cannons out here punching guys and getting into scruffs on the bench but to, to to sit a guy in what could be the most important game in the year for your franchise is just weird because yeah okay maybe we don't have a chance against LA and then we roll our dice with you know OKC or New Orleans that's no given. That's not given that you're going to win either one of those games. I mean, I we're we can we're going to go over playing games here in a second. I I'm not saying that they're going to win either of one of those. The, the McDaniel's one is just 
I get it. Some of those 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 calls on him maybe weren't the fairest of calls, but you right. got to keep your emotions in check. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's it it does suck. We're coming down to the wire. These mean these games mean a lot, especially when you're trying to place and get to good position. But you know what? What are you thinking? Like you know, how many times have you seen your buddy at the frat party punch the wall, break his hand, and then you look at the next day? Oh, I wish I didn't do that. Happens all the time. Like just punch the pillow, right? If you want maybe maybe him and Gobert could punch each other. They both have they both had some anger. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't I I quite frankly don't understand it. And Kyle Anderson I think is a, a good player. He does a lot of good things, but sometimes I don't I don't know. He may, maybe he shouldn't be getting, he shouldn't be the vo voice of the team because sometimes his effort level is not all there all the time either. Yeah, this is a puzzling team. It's just, just a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, a lot, a lot. And you punch a wall on game 82, like why not 64? Like this team's been mediocre for a long time. Yeah, it's like and why the, does it matter now? And the crazy thing, Sunday they ended up winning the game, which is, which is crazy through through all of this. Yeah. I don't think they have a chance in hell of winning tonight. No, me neither. I don't, I, I don't think they did with those players in the lineup. Right, yeah. I think it's going to be a blowout tonight, Lakers – Lakers will crush the the Timberwolves. Who do you think the Timberwolves want? Let's just move ahead. Let's say they lose tonight. Gobert will be okay. back Friday. Do you think they'd rather play OKC or Nolens? It's tough. They so they just beat New Orleans, right? I think that yep. was the game. Yep. I I think they'd want New Orleans again, just with the comfortability level, recency bias, and I feel like. Uh, OKC is a team playing with nothing to lose. I right. feel like that they, I, I feel like that they're young. They realize they got to a place that they didn't think they maybe get to. And yeah, they may, they don't have the experience. I don't think there's a, a guy on this team with playoff experience, literally. Yep. But what well, you know, they, they got Shea, and sometimes just having a superstar player can uh, get you overboard. We'll talk about the Eastern Conference here in a minute, but. I have, like you said, I have LA beating Minnesota, and I have OKC beating Minnesota in the in the second part. So I have OKC getting in in an eighth seed. I that would be fun. That 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 would be <laughs> way funner than any of the others in my in my mind. Is Zion Zion's not playing, right? No. Yeah. So I I get it. New Orleans has got talent. I think I bet against them last year when it came to them playing either the Clippers or whoever else. Mm -hmm. And they they shoved it down my pants, but yeah, I, I I just see OKC having a slight advantage tomorrow night, and I think they'll get it done. What are your thoughts? Yes, I agree with the Lakers hundred percent. They crushed them. Shea is great. Jalen Williams I like a lot. You have Lou Dort who does play good defense. OKC has no centers. That's one thing about their team that's so strange. They, don't have, they literally have none. They traded Muscala to your to your Celtics. So JV could be a problem, actually, in that game if they decide to use him. Mm. I think New Orleans probably beats OKC. I hope they don't, but I think they do. And I, I think New Orleans will end up getting the eight seed. I think they'll beat Minnesota, and they'll be it'll be New Orleans versus Denver in the first round. Okay. I could see anyone. Yeah, I could see the argument there as well. I just OKC's beat teams with centers all all year long. Oh, that's very and, true. And, and 
I don't know how they do. Like I, they don't. They, no one can rebound on the team. They just. I. I they must just like let. I, they must just let offensive boards go left, right, and center because I, I. There's no one to box out. I guess. Right. Um, but some somehow they have 40 wins this year. I. I don't get it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. But, uh, they have a chance and that they're here over, Dallas. Does Trey Young and his kryptonite, the Miami Heat. Do the Hawks have any chance of winning tonight? No, I, I I think Jimmy turns I think Jimmy turns on the Flames tonight, and you know it's been a weird year. It's been a weird year for Miami because I think Jimmy's actually played really well for most of the season. Yep. And then they just the rest of the team just looks like it's in shambles at at times. But Atlanta, I don't trust. I just have no, I've known trust them all year. I don't know how many times I've bet on Atlanta to win this year, and I've gotten burned by them. It, right. more, probably more than any other team in the league. Right. Yeah. Um, and they have no cohesion, the Atlanta Hawks. No, Murray and Trey Young can't play together. That's, it's just as simple as that. Yeah. They're, they'll likely lose tonight because in Trey play? Young. That's the thing. The Bulls or the Raptors? I think the Bulls win that game. Oh, I have the I have the Raptors. I'm gonna say and I'm gonna stick with them. Yeah. What's what's your reason for taking the Bulls over t- the TO? I think the Bulls play better defense overall, and I just think the Bulls have more of a bench that they play. Like if. If the Raptors are going to play that starting lineup the whole night, they might wear out. Or I think the Bulls can put guys on the floor. You give Levine, you give DeRozan a break. So it's not mm-hmm. so much on them. It's not so much on – and that's the thing, too, with the Raptors. Who are you relying on to put buckets? Like Siakam, and then after that, it's kind of like, uh, is Fred invested anymore in this team? Does OG care? Like it's a lot of guys that don't really want to be in Toronto anymore, coach included. It, it is interesting because, like, the next game they lose, well, we'll say, yeah, they, they lose this game or they lose, they yeah. win and they lose to Atlanta. That's it. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's Nick Nurse's last game. I mean, that's it's as, it's as plain as day that he doesn't maybe want to be there or maybe the team doesn't want him to be there, but that's it. You know what I mean? I, I have a – I just – I don't know. The reason I picked Toronto over the Bulls, you you said the defense, but I think their defense is okay. I think with OG, as mm-hmm. if he puts the clamps on, say Levine, you right. have DeRozan. DeRozan not always a, a great playoff guy. I get it. This isn't really the technically the playoff picture, but still, like it's a it's winner go home. It's yeah. winner go home. It's a clutch game that you have to perform in, and he's not always done that in the playoffs. The, the problem and that I could have seen beforehand was that they don't have a center, but now they have Pirtle. Pirtle, yep. I like his matchup. He's a little quicker than Bucevic. Yep. I think he'll. I think if he has a big game, I think if Fred can distribute the ball like we know he can and shoot like we know he can, I, I think they can get it done. That's that's my only argument is that there's the when you look at the matchup game, I, I can see them coming on top, but I could also see DeRozan look at this team and say, "Remember when you guys traded me in 2019?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna make you guys fucking pay it now. And he could drop 35, 40 points, and just be a stellar player. So who, who knows? It, 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 to me, it could go either way. That's the one I have the hardest time with. Do the Raps beat the Hawks? 
And then I have Atlanta beating Toronto. Atlanta. That's, that's yeah. my one. Uh, and, and no disrespect there. I just think that if it came down to a serious game, I think that Toronto could lose to a team that's, how do I put it? Just has, has better shot makers. Right. Young, young can shoot the ball. I think Hunter, when he wants to, he can be a shooter. I think that, like you said, they have a little bit deeper of a bench than Toronto would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I would just have them making it. Could be wrong on both, honestly. Like I, I could see those going either way. All these teams are really close in the standings, but they're also really close in play. So who knows? What about you? Do you think that the Bulls over top Atlanta, or do you think that Atlanta is looking to play Milwaukee in the first round? I'm going to go with the Bulls. Okay, so you think they get all the way through? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and – I think whoever it is, Shay, that first round series with the bull with the with the Bucks will be the worst of any series because I think the Bucks are going to yeah. kill all of them. <laughs> right, right, yeah, like a, a a clean slate probably. I can't remember last year, but I think we called a sweep when it was Milwaukee versus Chicago. Maybe, yeah, it might have been Milwaukee versus Chicago, and I think we <laughs> yeah. called a sweep, and I think it was a sweep too. I don't yeah. think that they won one game. Yeah. What did you make of a uh, UD day in Miami? The last day of the season. Were you in favor of that or? So it's his, I guess it's his last game. Yeah. Last regular season game. Maybe gets in, got hot during that game. Yeah. 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 They go all the way. <laughs> they win. Um, no. Yeah. I don't know. It. I, I feel two ways about it. It's like, yeah, like it's, he, he hasn't really played in a long time, but he's, he's been <laughs> on the bench. He's been with the team. He helps coach, I guess, at certain points, but. I, I don't know. It's like kind of long overdue. It's like a guy who has just been that stale odor that sticks around, you know, your house that you don't understand why. And then you kind of get rid of them and then it's, it's right. done. But I, I got nothing wrong. Like, you know, Haslam was a great player for a long time. Uh, obviously I think, you know, just from what I said there, he stayed around a little too long, but you know, he should be celebrated in some sense. I don't like that. They made a whole day about it, but you know, that's right. just my opinion. What about you? How do you feel? Yeah, it's a bit weird. He's he's a multiple time champion. I get it, but I also think Dwayne Wade's making it about himself, going on the court with his jersey on, hugging him. He went and on with his jersey. Yes. Oh, that's uh. Yeah, like yeah, you shouldn't even be there. You're part of the Jazz now. Get out. You know, <laughs> he owns ownership in the Jazz, not the Heat. I wouldn't even welcome him back. Pat Riley should bar him from the arena. Yeah. But hey, you know, not as petty, not as petty as me. Before we get to the rest of the series, who's your MVP? Season's officially over. Yeah, I had, a, I had a hard time going through this. It's a, it's tighter. It's much tighter than it has been the last couple of years. I guess last year you could have said, I mean, people could have said Embiid was right there. I guess with Joker, but yeah, this season Joker had no team last year. To me, it really wasn't that difficult last year because he was playing with no one. Yeah, yeah, and this year, this year he has a squad. He has both of those guys back. I'm gonna go with Joel this year over him. I just think, me too. I just think with the way their team looks, how not great defensively at times, and how clutch he had to be in such tight games. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's him because I think, I think if Joker played like he has been the last couple of years, I think that Denver would have had probably four or five more wins on the season. Right. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. That's a that's a, maybe a shot at him and his play this year, and I think he's been 
I think he still had a phenomenal year, 20, 25, whatever, 10 and 10 is still still good in many books and it'll go down as a, yeah. a great season for himself. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that jo- that Joel was just unbelievable in the second half. Like when he came down to shot play, like I, I, I seen him play the Boston Celtics. He, he was unbelievable in that game. That was such a tight yeah. game, but he came up clutch so many times. And the reason I don't have Giannis on this list is just because I don't know when when it comes down to it. I think that his team was really good. Like I think if you pulled through all three of those guys, I think that Denver's by far not good. But I think that the I don't think Philly's that great either. And it just shows how better Joel was for this year for them. Yeah, I would have I would go Joel Giannis Jokic. If I would have right. Yeah, I think yeah. that's where to go. Who's your coach of the year? Oh God, it's this old brown brownie boy. I think he's he's got it in the bag. Beam. Light the beam. Light yeah. the beam. Yeah, light no, him up. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean that because I look, I think about it all the time. I'm like, there's no real superstar on the team, but yet you're placing third in your conference. <laughs> yeah. And they got a tough matchup in Golden State. I'm not going to say that's a, a walk for them because they, no, no. they'll just be 150, 149 every single night they play. Um, <laughs> but just well coached. Yeah, well well deserved. I think he did a great job in cl- close games. I mean, I, I'm not watching, I'm not staying up till 11 t- to midnight every night to watch them play. But the games I did watch, the highlights I did watch, he seemed to do a great job. Um, and I mean, I, am, I, am I wrong in saying this is his first year? Yep, first year head coach. First year, and I mean, it's it. There's, I mean, there's got to be a correlation between getting your first year and then having the team obviously get into a playoffs position. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. Hundred percent, make the playoffs for the first time in almost twenty years. Like that's another, you know, point in his favor. Yes. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. A lot of people are going to say Triple J. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily agree with that. I. Doesn't play enough. Well, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, there that's injury wise, and there's nothing you can do about that. But yeah, I mean, the people are gonna look at his blocks and oh, he's, he blocks so many people. But like, and I do think he's a, a very quality defensive player. But I would say, I'd say the big guy from Cleveland probably has my vote Mobley? over him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say Mobley or Drew Holiday for me. Wow, Drew, the lockup too. Maybe we see two guards back to back. Unlikely. I think I think it'll likely be Mo. It might be might be Jackson Jr. But I just think Holiday just man to man to man defense. I don't think there's a better guy than him in the league. No, I agree with that. Yeah, no, no one locks down the better players on a team than than he does, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier about Milwaukee. Like it's impressive. Yes, it's impressive. Giannis has had a great season, but when Giannis was out of the lineup, they were still really good, and Holiday was key key to that in every which way. Brogdon win six man. Yeah, and it sounds biased, but he was great. He's one yeah. of the best three-point shooters in the league. I thought he was clutch in most games. I thought he performed in most games, and he's not a bad. He's not bad defensively either. I think he's pretty good then too. And mm-hmm. you know, he's everything that they traded for. And I'm really, really happy that uh, that they picked him up. Yeah, he's the best addition of the off season, Malcolm Brogdon. I, yeah. I found. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he would get my vote. He's everything that was advertised. He does everything that they ask of him. Yeah, he's a he, he's a stud. 
Malcolm Brogdon, so he would get he would get my vote. And quickly, quickly from New York is a good. He's a he's a, he's a follow up for me, but you know yep. he has started twenty five games, and you know he's an impeccable score, but he just doesn't. The, the differences in the players, I think, and what they mean to you know be on the bench, right? Yeah, I think he's kind of he's like the Tyrese Maxey for the Knicks, but I think he. Like you said, he starts some – and his most impressive game of the season was against your Celtics, and he started that game. So yeah. that really – it wasn't like a mic drop night for him because he started, and he was awesome. But, I mean, he you know he ended up starting. Yeah, I agree. Favorite series of the first round so far? Obviously, we still have to make a couple. Yeah. We, we can assume the Lakers win tonight, so you can even add Memphis Lakers if that is up there for you. But your favorite series of the first round? My favorite series. I don't think either Eastern Conference matchup. I, I do enjoy I, – I do think Cleveland will beat New York. I guess we'll, we can get that underway now. But mm-hmm. I don't think that will be my favorite series. I mean, it's 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 really, really going to be interesting to see what it's like for the Suns and the Clippers to face off. I don't I, – I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm high on the Clippers. They're They're both teams with a lot of veterans. And I think either team could go on a very deep run. But yeah, that's that's pro- that's probably it for me. And yeah, I don't, I don't. But then the Warriors and the Kings—that's fun too. That's a that's gonna be a fun offensive like back to back. Like you got the young guns that are, that are gonna be running it versus the old guys. Pool's gonna be in there. He's you know he's always exciting on the offensive side of things. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Clippers and Suns. What about you? What's your what are you looking most looking forward to? I'd probably say Golden State and the Kings. Okay, but no, I'm gonna go Knicks Cavs actually. Really? I, How come? I find the Donovan Mitchell piece of this fascinating, as does Dirk, because <laughs> he's gonna be in the Garden, and they could have traded for him. Yes. Yeah. Right. So imagine it's game seven. He hits like a game winning three. And I think this series is going to go long. And I think it's going to be really competitive because the Knicks, they're a good team. Like the Knicks. Yeah, they're not great, but they're, they're a good club. If he hits a big three in the garden to clinch the series or something like that, like, Oh, the people there will be so mad. James Dolan will be getting his photo ID out to make sure none of those people get back in the building next year. But it, I just, that angle of it, I love watching Mobley play. He's one. He's a budding star. Yep. Mentioned quickly, if Randall can come back in the first couple games of the series, that will be huge. Mm-hmm. How many times does Tom Thibodeau look at R.J. Barrett and just suck the soul out of him because he hates him so much in his decision making? You know. So <laughs> I, I think Mavs, I think both these teams are really fun to watch. They're not as talented as the Bucks and Celtics as we've talked about many times. But I think both of them have their have their good things about them, and, and they're both on the rise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, New York fan, New York fans have been a long time to get into the playoffs, let alone try and win a series. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Josh Hart's going to be a big part of that too. Yes, I think he's gonna, he's going to yeah. frustrate a lot of people on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, it, it's going to be it's it will be a fun series. Uh, you know. Excuse me. Some phlegm coming up there. Um, 
you know, in the Nets and 76ers, I mean, just to touch on that one, I think that could be an interesting series. I don't think it's, I don't think it's an absolute write-off that the 76ers go in and blow the doors off the Nets because I think the Nets have a compete level. They don't, they know they don't got nothing to lose. They know they're not supposed to be there. Really? And they, Bridges has become this star, you know, clutch player that's been going, that's been going on this, the last 20, 30 games of the year. Right. So how does he fit in? How does that team look in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So many different questions. I just can't wait to have them answered. The Lakers going to get to the conference final. So yeah, I was trying to think about their road. So they they beat they beat the Wolves tonight. They get the, play get Memphis. Memphis, yeah. I don't. I'll no Stephen Adams and no Brant Clark. Oh, yeah. Two Both over the season. Is, Ty, is Tyus Jones still playing? I think so. LeBron will find a way to win that series. I I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. I think he'll find a way to win that. So if he wins that series, that means then they will have to play the winner of the Golden State Sacramento. Oof. Mm. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean, neither one of those teams play defense, and I can see and neither one of those teams. I, I mean they have some Jay, I think Anthony Davis is the most important player because who's going to guard him in either of those series? Nobody. Yeah. No, it's true. No, nobody's guarding AD. I mean, when he wants to, he can be the best player on the floor, quite frankly. Yep. There, were, there were points this year where you look at him and you're like, are these numbers real? Are they fabricated? I don't understand. Like 30, right. 15, 40, you know, 10. Like it didn't, didn't even make sense what he was doing sometimes this year. Yeah, I – I could see them. To answer your question overall, I could see them sniffing uh, a little conference final action. Imagine the Clippers and the Lakers get to the conference final and Russ has to play his old team. <laughs> He'd love that. I think the Lakers would love it too. I think they would. They'd yeah. want him with the ball in his hand every time, uh, yeah. firing up firing up threes. Agreed. So Lakers over the Grizz, Sacramento Golden State, who wins that series? Every time I want to write Golden State off, it's like it's like they're cursed. Yeah. It's like they it's 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 like I don't know. I, every time I say it, they win. Right. I just I they're well coached. They're gonna win. Yeah, it's a young team. I love the season that they had, but honestly, if Curry if Curry could do it against any team in the first round, it could be it'd probably be a Sacramento. I think so. Especially with Looney, they got Looney coming back too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, if they could get Gary Payton to guard, if if he could lock up uh, a, a Darren Fox, yeah, I, I don't know. That could that could Wiggins be it. Too. Wiggins is going to be back. I'd say question mark, right? It's a question mark. He hasn't played all the year. Obviously, he's been going through some family personal issues, which is really really sad. Yeah, I, I I think that it's it's going to be good if we, if he can come back though. If Wiggins can come back and play, I would say even seventy percent of what he did last year in the playoffs, which was spectacular. <laughs> they got a yeah, they they got that unlocked. Like they will win that series. Yeah, I agree. Clippers or Suns? Clippers. What? Yep. Really? Clippers. Really? Yes. Yeah. 
I, I was high on the Clippers. I got for one, I got to keep up with my pick at the beginning of the year. The Clippers will will ride this deep. Okay. The Suns, I love, but I it, it all wavers on how Chris Paul plays, and I don't trust him. I, I just not <laughs> trust him. He wasn't. He was garbage last year in the playoffs, and yeah. I think. I don't know. I think that he could be garbage again. KD and D. Brooke can only do so much. That's the way I see it. So who gets to the finals in the West? Clippers? God, you're, you're asking me all the hard questions now. Well, it's, it's the start, you know. Get a, get a... Uh, it's, it's funny because I can see a real possibility where the Clippers and Lakers play in the conference final. But right. I don't know who I would t- – I'd have a hard time taking one of those teams. Seems it seems silly, but it's good. And the Lakers have played some really good ball as much as we shit on them in this podcast. The they can't they can't beat the Clippers. They're like they've lost like eleven in a row to the Clippers. The Lakers. You know, you only need four games. Yeah, it's true. You gotta win <laughs> one first. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take LA to go deep. Lakers. I was gonna say you had them both there, so yeah. I know. I mean, got that. I want to make a funny joke. I think the Lakers can make it to the finals. Yep. Yeah, I do too, and I, I, I'm, I'm picking the Suns, but I think the Lakers can get there. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun matchup too. Lakers and Suns conference final. I think yeah. that would be. If there was anything the NBA could write up, I think that's the matchup they want to write up. I, I agree. Even more than Golden State, I think they take that. LeBron versus Kevin Durant. Yeah. Also, Chris Paul, see if he could stop choking every other year. That would probably help them out. Maybe. Out East, is it Boston-Milwaukee conference final? Lock it in? I think it's a combination of those two teams or the 76ers, yes. Yeah, I don't – there's no other team that really scares me. I think those three teams are the, have been the best teams in the in the regular season, and I think that the three those three teams will make a combination. I don't know how it goes, but – I think they will. Not confident enough to say. I know Marcus Smart has to get his head out of his ass. <laughs> it's, it's just as, as plain as day that that guy needs to play better if they are going to make it to a conference final. How many games does it take for the Celtics to beat the Heat? I think a surprising amount because I think when Jimmy's playing, Jimmy gives them a lot hard time. A little bit. The Heat. I, I, I would be scared. I, I would not say that that's a – Zombie heat. Zombie UD. Yeah. With Spo and Jimmy, and if Anabio can play like he has played in the past, mm-hmm. they'll give them a hard time. They'll give them a hard time. It, six? You know, it goes – to me, it goes six minimum. Yeah. Wow. What about you? Yeah. Think they can beat them? Think they can sweep them? Celtics in five. Okay. One last game. Yeah. yeah, gentlemen sweep, gentlemen sweep. You know, yeah, gentlemen sweep. Give, you give UD one game. Yeah, <laughs> give him one game at home to to walk yeah. it off. Yeah, Dwayne Wade will pop back in for that one too. Jersey on. Celtics get back to the finals. To be determined. Oh, not. So I'm not going to say just yet. Yeah. I'll say next week. Not so confident now. I'll be make honest. my two my two my two teams. I was confident all year, and I think it's coming back to backfire. I mean, but I'll make both my predictions for both my teams and for next week, and I'll I'll leave okay. that to that. A little little spoiler. 
Let me. I'll finish it with this. Emi Odoka coaches one of these three teams next year: Detroit, oh, Houston, or Toronto. Detroit, Houston, or Toronto. What about Brooklyn? No, they they re-signed Jock Vaughn. Oh, he's in long term. He's locked. Okay. Yeah, he's locked in. What about Dallas? I wouldn't want that job. <laughs> no one would. Uh, I'm. I'm. Really I'm, do I'm, your boy. He could be gone. Doc Rivers. I. That's the thing. I. He's a good coach. Yeah. I mean, he made mistakes personal in his personal life, but it's sports. I mean, those. Yeah. Sean Watson. About them. Yeah, they basically written. Oh, yeah. you had a year. You had a year off. You've learned your lesson. Yeah. Give me a break. Uh, I, I'm going to say no because I feel like there'll be more options for him. I feel like you'll see him get quite a few looks this offseason. So, I may so be wrong. But. Not n- None of those three teams. Yeah, I could see Toronto. I, I don't know why, but Toronto is intriguing. But he also – I don't know if he wants to go through another rebuild or another, you know – You know what might be a good job, Shay is Detroit because they got the best odds for the number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't have Cade this year too, so yeah. you got him back. You got the you got well, you know the Ba. He's back. Yeah, Wamba. Play Mamba. Um. Yeah, I, I could see that. I I don't know. I don't see Detroit being as a, a playoff team anytime soon, but they could be could be interesting. Yeah. 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 What about you? Do you think he's a lock for one of those three teams? If I was so. Detroit, I would throw some money. At, I would throw some money at him because I'd want a good coach. I, yeah, no, that's fair. I, absolutely, I think any. I think any team should pay him fairly. But and for some I, reason, I, I feel know. like Nick Nurse is gonna get like an extension from Toronto with more money. I know it makes no sense, but I think somehow it's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I can't see that. No, I, I, I'm. I think the nurse and Toronto are part ways. I think he's. Those comments he made are just so. Yeah. It's like embarrassing. It's embarrassing him. It's embarrassing the team. I, I, if I was Messiah, I'd be like, I, I don't care if you won a championship here. I don't care if you're a decorated head coach. Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah. The door, the door's there. Don't let See. it hit you on the way out. Right. Go, go. Good luck in Houston. The weather's better. <laughs> Fair enough. I take those. Twenty twenty six birthday tomorrow. For, yes. for you, what's uh, what's on the docket? Are you anything? Yeah, else? so I didn't. I don't have any plans. I don't, you know, I don't plan on celebrating my birthday this weekend or doing anything crazy. I had a nice little cake with my family, just a nice little quiet event. But um, um, actually, Kennedy surprised me. We're gonna go to uh, Top Shelf, uh, the golfing simulator here in St. John, for a couple hours. I'll be able to to ring out the the old irons and you know maybe the thing i've never been to a simulator surprisingly i've always wanted to go so kind of, nice. kind of something i'd like to check off the bucket list and uh yeah pretty pretty good after my successful master's weekend from you know taking some people's cash yeah. making a couple of correct bets yeah um so that's yeah so, so pretty good so that's that's about it for for this guy what about you what's on the go for the rest of the week into Going weekend. to the Wildcat game tonight, game seven. Game seven, yes. Wildcats, Bay Camo. So I'm going to that this evening. Um, Got a prediction on the, on the winner? 
four of the six games so far have gone to overtime. So I'm going to say it goes to overtime. I think Baycomo is better. I'm going to pick Baycomo. Okay, that's fair. And then later in the week, nothing too crazy. Awards on Friday. Do the NHL awards, my little award show. Nice some fanfare. Might dress up, you know, get the ponytail going. Not sure for that. You know, a lot of fanfare. I saw that you had it. I saw you had the hair up not too long ago. Is this is this a new recurring look that we're going to be able to see here on YouTube? I think so. I uh, had it yesterday. I thought it looked. I thought it looked okay. I thought it thought it was. Uh, I thought it was nice. I like having it it up a little bit. So that was that was good. But yeah, probably start doing that. Uh, NBA playoffs this weekend. So watch yeah. that. UFC Kansas City Max. Max Holloway, your boy, blessed, returning to the cage to fight Arnold Allen, undefeated in the UFC. So that should be a, a lot of fun. NHL regular season's over. That's a reason to celebrate in and of itself. Uh, it's been a long one. I don't know why it felt like a long – it's been a it's, long season. It's a, it's a grind. Yeah, it's been Tampa Bay Rays, red hot, you know, celebrate that, 10-0. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so – no, no, should be should be a good week. Weather's nice. Spring is on the horizon. It's all all good in the hood. A lot a lot of sports going on. That you're still are you still having on the TWD, The Walking Dead? Yeah. Has it taken a break from it? Has it got has yeah. it gotten ridiculous? Yes, it's okay, you hit that point. The eighth season, and I'm like, okay, it's tough, tough to get through. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's just same stuff. I like the new Negan character, and he's like the only thing I like about the show right now. So that's kind of tough when he's the only thing. He's the bad person. And he's the only person I like, but some correlations, some parallels there. But I, uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a break from The Walking Dead. Started watching Rabbit Hole on Paramount Plus oh. with Kiefer Sutherland. So good. it's been pretty good. So far, yeah, he knows his role. He knows, you know, Jack Bauer S type show. Love twenty four. So liking this. So so far, so that's that's all good. I want to watch Air sometime soon as well. So I'd like to uh, get to a theater Me somewhere too. and watch uh, watch Ben Affleck do his work. So that's uh, another thing I want to get done here soon. Yeah, no, I, I'm on top. I'm on top of that. Air looks. I mean, I've ever heard it's a really really. You know, outstanding movie song. Oh, I didn't ask you this. I wanted to ask you this this weekend before I let you go. Did you yeah. watch M. Night Shyamalan's Cabin in the Woods or Knock at the Cabin or something? Yeah, I I, I know. Yeah, I know the movie you mean. It's the one with uh, the world ending. Uh, well, it came out like last month. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's David the one. Pisa. Yeah, uh, no, I've not watched it. I'm not a big M. Night Shyamalan guy. Like, I don't get super excited about a lot of his flicks. Yeah, agreed. Um, he, I mean, he's uh, yes, he has got some good flicks. Don't get me wrong. They're all, but they're all like a little different. He's got some different ideas behind him. That um, Beach movie was horrible. That last one he made. Oh, is there. it called Old? Yes, I hated it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. It got great reviews. It looks interesting, but I don't understand. Like, it's hard I don't to understand. know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, yeah, his his movies don't get me rock hard. Don't it's it's about the the way I would put it. Right. Who's a guy? Who's a guy besides Tarantino? You can say like if he's directing, you're like, okay, this is something I gotta watch. Martin Nolan, Scorsese. Scorsese, yeah, yeah. It's or been a while. 
Yeah, he's making another movie right now with De Niro. It's another crime movie, Ma- Mafia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that seems right, right up his alley. <laughs> yeah, people watch it and people love oh, it. You yeah. know, the old guys are gonna love it. Yeah, or obviously, you know, my guy, Fablemans, E.T. Yeah, you know, Steven Spielberg. I mean, come on, it's pretty good. Not bad. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Michelle Williams, Rob Queen. He's making a movie I like. I like, obviously, never James King. Bear. Elizabeth Banks does a lot of good stuff lately. A lot of her movies are really good. She's a good director. I, didn't know I did watch Cocaine Bear recently. Yeah, but that was what not is- so great. But <laughs> no. Is that Ray LaVarla's yeah. last movie? Yes. That's yeah. sad that he ends on that. He ends on that note. Yeah, that that is that is disappointing. That, that's that's tough. But yeah, well, I'll let you get to your to your night. Big birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Enjoy. Thank you. Top shelf. Golf, top shelf. Yeah. Enjoy top shelf and uh, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, and uh, look forward to revealing some of my picks on my teams next week. We'll chat then. We'll chat then. Seamus Fillmore, always great to chat with him as we do every Tuesday here on the show. NBA play-in tonight. We got some NHL action. Leafs Lightning. Jets can clinch a playoff spot amongst other things. So lots to absorb tonight. Until then, talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. This is To The Point.